welcome to the Pitbull Patty Show. I'm your host, Patty Stuckler. We're keeping it real here with straight talk and sharing true stories that will inspire you to change your life. Are you ready for this? Because here we go. Today we're going to talk about how your home can actually be killing you, and I know that sounds crazy, <laughs> but my guest today is going to share some shocking information that you're really going to want to know. He's a doctor who's, a board, cert- who's board certified in integrative medicine. He's also a clinical nutritionist and a chiropractic neurologist. God, it's an alphabet soup, let me tell you. Dave, it's crazy. <laughs> he is author of several books, including the number one bestseller, Food Sanity, and he's the host of To Your Good Health radio show on iHeartRadio and has a podcast as well. It is my honor to introduce Dr. David Friedman. Hey, Dave. Hey, appreciate your, the invite. <laughs> I knew I was going to mess that up. You have, seriously, you have a, like the alphabet soup of um, awards and uh, credentials and degrees and shows and things that you do. I mean, it's really quite remarkable. I could have spent half of the, this episode just talking about everything you've done in your life. It's quite amazing. You would have put me to sleep. <laughs> so anyways, I just picked the highlights of what, you know, some yeah. of my favorite things I like. But um, you, I know you were just on Fox News, in fact, uh, talking about some of the dangers in the home. So let's, you know, let's really start there with um, kind of what all, you know, what, what do we need to be afraid of in our houses? Well, I mean, there's a few things and, and, and it's the hidden things that you don't even think of, uh, you know, starting from the, the carpet that you're walking on. If it is, if it's a, um, the stain resistant carpet, it can contain what's called PFOAs, which is called perfluorooctanoic acid, which is a mouth and it's also a mouthful if you're using your um, nonstick cookware. It's the same stuff that we've all heard that's bad, but people don't realize it's also in the carpet sometimes that you're buying for this stain resistant. And, you know, my view is this. You're better off having a stain that you got to work a little harder for than having this chemical that you're stepping on barefoot because PFOAs have been linked to autoimmune disease. They've been linked to cancer. They've been linked to obesity. That's right. Can you imagine eating right, exercising right, and your carpet could be making you fat? Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> your car- oh, I like that. I, I, I might have to use that title. Is your carpet making you fat? That's, I like yes. that. And, and so it's also the stain-resistant furniture, the um, the uh, the spray, the nonstick spray, the Scotch Guard. You got to avoid that stuff. I mean, it's convenient because hey, it's nonstick. But you know what? You're taking a risk. You're, you're you're risking your health by putting this stuff on your furniture. So definitely, that's one thing that you don't realize on the floor when you walk in. And also, it's on nonstick cookware. Who knew? Uh, you're eating healthy. All these healthy diets and organic. You're putting it on this pots and pans, and it can actually be making you better because it increases fat cells. That's been proven. And in fact, Harvard just did a study and they showed that more people that are overweight have more PFOs in their bloodstream than people that are thin. So actually people that are bigger have these chemicals. They're called obesogens. They make you bigger. They're obesogens. And that's what I covered in my book, Food Sanity. It's not necessarily the food it's these chemicals so that's one place on your carpet another place if you're looking at your home as you would not think about it is your um your curtains your shower curtains you know you walk in you look at the bathtub it looks nice but if there's plastic shower curtains there it might have something called phthalates which is a 
an obesogen, it's a chemical that actually wreaks havoc on your hormones. It's a hormone disruptor. And phthalates are what makes plastic elastic. So a lot of times it's what makes plastic move a little bit better. And it's also in uh, uh, piping and stuff. But think about this. So you're actually exercising, you're eating right, you're on a diet, and you're in your shower, and this hot water hits these these uh, chemicals in this plastic and you're breathing it it's getting in your system it's creating the increased fat cells but it can be creating autoimmune disease as well and it's been linked to cancer so you know we're a sick nation we have more cancer now more autoimmune disease more obesity than ever and people don't know why they're blaming it on their food a lot of it is in these chemicals they're called obesogens and it's in your house it's hidden wow and that's the, the two biggies wow that's really amazing i mean when you think about like um you know, I, in fact, when now my daughter's 28 years old and I told her recently we were talking about, you know, just how how much heavier people are now. And I was telling her that when I was her age in my 20s, I mean, the, the, you know, everybody was thin. Guys were thin. Girls were thin. You know, they had abs. You know, they were just really, you know, and it's not like everybody worked out. We, You know, nobody really worked out back then, at least. I certainly didn't in my twenties, not really. Right. And so it was, it was, um, amazing. So what you're saying is that since then, since the, you know, early mid eighties, whatever is, uh, is that much changed as far as, yeah. um, you know, the, the funny thing is everybody has a six pack. There's just a piece of fat covering it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> yeah. So it's the fat that's covering up these people that are, that are bigger now that, you know, when you were young, you're, you're right. You're looking at the young generation. They shouldn't be overweight, you know, they, 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 but they are now the majority, but it's not just the eighties. If you look back and, you know, people blame their genes on why they can't fit into their genes. And I say, that's not true because if you look at your great grandma photos uh, from the early 1900s or even though in the 1800s, late 1800s, you've seen those old photographs, the black and white, mm -hmm. what do you notice at the bottom? Everybody was thin. There was less than 3% overweight back then. Today it's 70%. So you can't blame your great grandma on your weight problem or your illnesses that are so common. It's these chemicals they weren't subjected to. They ate better. They didn't have all these toxins in their pots and pans or their shower curtains or their, or their carpet or their water, which we'll talk about. But, you know, they lived a simpler life. It was pure. They didn't have these coloring and hormones and artificial, you know, these uh, antibiotics that they inject in all these animals and they're obesogens they make you fat wow that's really incredible because you think about i mean anymore you you hear a lot about the um different stores that are have natural products and whether that's food products or whether it's um you know just even uh, cleaning products things like that yeah. so do you you know do you are, are is that the way to go how do you how do you deal with it then since you have so much information about all of yeah. this in your own personal life. Do you like, do you have a shower curtain? I mean, <laughs> I mean what, yeah, what do you do? Phthalate, listen, this phthalate free shower curtains are not expensive. Just go to Amazon and they'll have it right there. You can go to Bed Bath & Beyond. It's phthalate free and that's pH. It's with a pH and silent. So it's not TH like it sounds and just type it in there. And that's the best way to go. It's, 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 it's these obesogens were subjected to. It's easy to avoid them for the nonstick cook. Just go with stainless steel, go with tempered glass, go with ceramic. Simple little change in the way you eat means you're not getting a mouthful of these PFOAs. So it's, and that's what I share in my book is, you know, it's not about the food. My book's called Food Sanity. You think it'd be all about the food, but it's not all about the food, folks. It's about what's inside the food, what's wrapped around the food, and what you're cooking your food on that is creating the obesity problem. 
it's not, if it was about food, how come all these great Nutrisystem and Weight Watchers, great programs and all these plant-based diets and these people are still overweight? Yes, wow. initially, but look at them in a year. Studies show a 95% chance that you're going to gain your weight back or then some within a year of going on the diet. So you can't blame the diet. There's some good food programs. People start off eating the right food, and what happens is it doesn't work anymore, right? Now they mm -hmm. start and they get discouraged and they get off the diet because they're gaining the weight back. The key is getting rid of these chemicals, these uh, plastics that you're storing your food in. That could be an obesogen. How do you know? It's called BPA, biosphenol A. It's the chemical. And you want to look on the bottom of it and also on your water, um, your um, bottled water. And if you see a three or seven code, stay away. It's got an obesogen. If it's one, two, or five, it's okay. So just knowing that alone and don't ever have plastic containers in your car and the heat that you're drinking from because that heat brings it right into your system. So that's something you want to worry about as well. So if it's three or seven, stay clear. If it's one, two, or five, it does not contain the BPA. Wow. So if it's three or seven, then you, it's, it's, gonna, it's going to be working against you. You're going to be – so it's going to contribute to that extra fat layer, uh, really contribute to obesity. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, this is, it's a synthetic estrogen. So this is why it's called a hormone disruptor. It disrupts your hormones. So a lot of females, they blame, oh, I'm just overweight because of my hormones. And I'm just uh, over 40 and over 50. Again, show me a picture of your great grandma. If she was overweight at 50, 60, I'll believe it. But you know what? Chances are she wasn't. You can't blame natural hormones. What you can blame is these hormone disruptors that take over your body and build extra fat, and that's what's in the BPA. That's what's in these plastics. So you don't never want to get a plastic and put it in the microwave because it's leaching in your food, and you're drinking and eating this stuff. So instead, you want to use glass. You want to use ceramic when you're using a microwave. So simple little things that you can do that's not a big deal. You still eat what you want to eat, but just stay away from that stuff around it. And, of course, then there's stuff in the food as well. Wow. So, so you're saying use glass, use ceramic if you're using your microwave. Is that true? Um, well, I guess, well, you, you were also talking about the, the pans. What about like the, co the pans that you put in your oven and they have the coating on them, whether it's a cooking sheet or a, or a pan for a yeah, casserole? The, the, yeah, the, the one, the best, I use tempered glass. And that's great. It has a nice slick feel to it. Or you can use stainless steel. You can use uh, ceramics really good. Just when you get that nonstick cookware, that's got the PFOAs. And uh, like I said, there's studies showing that this is in the bloodstream of people that are bigger and people that are thinner don't have it. There's your proof. It was a recent study by Harvard. It was published in PLOS One Medical Journal. So there's really some science behind why we're so obese, why we're so sick, why we have autoimmune disease. Why does everybody have such food intolerance? You know, it's so funny how everybody's go, oh, they stay away from wheat, stay away from gluten. Well, why was gluten and wheat okay 10, 15 years ago? And now your body's reacting so bad to it. Don't blame the food. Don't blame the gluten. Don't blame the wheat. You can blame it on these obesogens. And you know, there's some of them in foods as well that I cover, but it's really not the food. Our grandparents ate the same thing we do. They ate the potato chips. They ate the steak. They ate the hamburgers. They ate the pizza. Why weren't they overweight? We eat those same things and we get overweight because of the things inside of our pizza, inside of our hamburger are wrapping around even the, the stainless, the um, grease-resistant packaging at your fast food restaurant, that has an obesogen. That has PFOAs, the same as in your nonstick cookware. So they put that hot, greasy hamburger on that packaging, and it gets right, all those chemicals. So the hamburger's not good. I don't advocate eating a hamburger, but imagine eating a hamburger in a mouthful of these chemicals that are disrupting your endocrine system. 
Wow. When you say you don't recommend eating hamburgers, do you, I mean, are you, uh, do you subscribe to kind of a low meat or no meat diet? Yeah, in, my, in my book, I studied cultures around the world that live to be beyond a hundred that are healthy. We're talking, they still go uh, hiking, they go swimming, they still have sex over a hundred, talking 110, 115 wow. years of age. And, you know, you, you live by example and what diet did they eat? Mostly plant-based, little bit of, of, of animal, very, very little red meat. So in my book, I go through every chapter of all the foods and red meat is really the worst on the list because there's a molecule called NAU5GC, which they discovered that's inflammatory and it exists high in cows. And when we eat it, our body attacks it, creates histamines and it's been linked to cancer, it's been linked to heart disease. That does not exist in chicken, doesn't exist in fish, doesn't exist in vegetables. Those are good foods. So when you're looking at the, the, the meat where we designed to eat it, I look at that and I look at these chemicals that are in there as well. And it could be natural chemical that, 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 that process right in there that's in the meat can wreak havoc on our health. So when you, when people talk about like uh, man boobs and all that kind of stuff, is that from, so where, where men yeah. get almost like breasts. So that's yeah. from a lot of the estrogen that's pumped into a lot of the, you know, chemicals in our food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or, not only man boobs, but infertility, and it destroys your sperm count and uh, decreases your muscles. It makes you have more of a, a more cortisol increase, which is the belly fat. So wow. Not just the, the man boobs that, that's common. And you're right. You know, it's so funny. You see some of these people with these thin legs and thin arms, and then you see these man boobs and big gut. And it's like, man, it almost looks like it's unproportionate. It doesn't look like it should be part of their body because that's where it focuses. That's where, for men, that's where these, uh, these endocrine disruptors focus. Wow. So, that, gosh, that's just so crazy. And, you know, when you were talking about the, um, in fact, I am so going to download your book today. I haven't had time to read it, but I am going to read it because I'm so fascinated by this topic, not just the food, but also just even, you know, all the different things that the, uh, like with the plastic bottles and all the things that you talk about. But I, I really like the, studying the blue zones where you're talking about where people throughout the world, throughout the globe, where there are pockets of people that have lived to be over 100. Uh, I know in California, there's a Mormon area that's one of the blue zones where there's a lot of Mormons and they don't eat, they don't hardly eat any meat at all. I don't know if they eat any, but if it's, it's not much. It's been a while since I looked at some of that research, but I've always been fascinated by it because like they drink wine, they drink alcohol, not just wine. But alcohol in, in moderation, but they right. exercise, they eat a lot of different things. And, you know, because I fully plan to live to be a centurion. I definitely want to live. It's something I've said forever. Oh. I want to be a hundred. So I really like this topic today because it's not yeah. just your yeah. house and everything. You live by, you learn by example. You look at people that have achieved it. If you want to be the best karate expert you could be, go take lessons from a 10th degree black belt, Right. If you want to live the longest you can be, the healthiest and the happiest, you learn by people that have been there and done that. And that's what I studied in the book. And it really is more of a plant-based, but we do need some, we do, I'm not, not a vegan or vegetarian. We do need a little bit of the animal. I'm a, what's called a flexitarian. I live by a flexitarian diet, which is a marriage between flexible and vegetarian. And that's about an 80%, 20, 80% plant-based, 20% animals, which would be eggs, uh, organic chicken and fish. And those are what I gravitate toward. Well, I got to ask you uh, a couple of things that I don't want to forget to ask you. One is I love tuna fish. I always have, I don't know why, but I could eat tuna fish probably three or four times a week for lunch and, you know, just tuna fish sandwich. 
And I know that there's been a lot of, you know, criticism about tuna and fish in general and the mercury that, oh, you can't eat it that often, you know, once a month is good or whatever. And now you, you talk about, I know that that's not true, right? I'm hoping that's correct. Yeah, well, I'm a big fish lover, so I kept hearing every expert saying, oh, avoid certain fish because of the mercury, the mercury scare mercury, and the FDA side voided for mercury, and I kept hearing mercury, and I would talk to patients about fish, and they'd, oh, I'm scared of the mercury, and I'm like, well, you know, maybe I should be scared of the mercury. Let me go and research it. Where did this come from? And as I researched, I found the complete opposite. I was trying to find people that had been damaged or hurt or sick or died because they ate mercury, wild caught mercury from you know, fish, and I found the opposite. People that eat more fish, including tuna, are healthier, they live longer, and then people that don't. And I found cultures around the world that eat tuna three times a day. That's the highest mercury. And they're the epitome of good health. They don't have any mercury toxicity. And I went a step further. I said, what about it damaging the fetus, right? We've heard that. If you're pregnant, you want to avoid fish because of the mercury. And I researched and I found that females that are pregnant that eat fish, primarily tuna, have smarter children, higher oh. IQ than those that don't eat. And I'm like, well, where did this come from? This is some big myth. And I found out that fish are the redheaded stepchild of food because there's no money involved. See, when you get a wild caught fish from the, from the fisherman, it sells right to the restaurant or the, uh, or the um, store. It doesn't go through hormones. It doesn't go through antibiotics. It doesn't go through the dyes. The number one customer of antibiotics in America that purchases 80% of the antibiotics sold is farmers. It goes into the cattle, into the pigs, into the chicken. So those are the ones that are lifted up as we want you to buy them because that's the big multi-billion dollar industry. There's no money made. Follow the money. In my book, I follow the money. So that's where it came from. And then I went a step further. I said, all right, is there mercury in this tuna? Yes. Is mercury good for us? No, then how come it can be helpful? Because fish, if they have more selenium than mercury, it cancels out the negative mercury effect. So I researched 18 of the most commonly eaten fish in my book, and all of them have more selenium than mercury, except for the mako shark. So folks, play it safe. If you see mako shark on the menu, don't buy it. But if it's a wild-caught fish, don't worry about it. The selenium cancels out the mercury, protects the brain. So God created this perfect entity that it's kind of like the eggs. Remember when eggs was all high cholesterol, stay away from eggs for decades, right? We were told mm -hmm. restaurants didn't sell them. Cardiologists said, get off that. Everybody said eggs were so bad. And then science said, well, wait a minute. Eggs do have cholesterol, but they contain lecithin and choline which cancels out, balances out the cholesterol. So it actually lowers your cholesterol. So it's okay to eat eggs now. Same with fish. Fish just haven't been, it's not big news because it's a big non-money maker. But I'm here to make the news and tell you that wild-caught fish are fine. Of course, farm-raised salmon, not a good thing. Farm-raised fish, tilapia, and so forth. But when you're dealing with wild-caught fish, it's the best healthy meal you can eat. Well, and you just explained why my kids are so smart then, because I always, always ate a lot of tuna growing up, tuna noodle casserole. Yeah. <laughs> you're saying about their smarts. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> well, so um, now we're talking about carpet. I've got two dogs and a cat. So I, in fact, I just recently, within the past year, I replaced my carpet and I um, got the stain, you know, pet stain resistant, supposed to be, you know, like fabulous, um, you know, for that. So you're saying 
really, that's a concern. I really, you know, should not be walking around in bare feet on that carpet because it's got probably some chemicals that are bad for me. Right? Yeah, if it's the stainless steel, and well, the stainless steel, but the stain resistance it can be. And with me, I went, I got the uh, the hardwood floors, and then you know I've got a cat that vomits and makes stains of the same thing. And you know it's just just a part of part of having a cat, and um, it's just better off than dealing with chemicals. Why would I want to avoid cleaning up more and have cancer? You know, if you look at that, it's you're better off avoiding that. And you know that's one thing. And one thing we didn't talk about is the chemicals that's in you know your pipes, that's in the water. And that's even more serious. You know, it's interesting because I just had my water tested. We've had a major out, uh, increase in sickness in my town. And it's because DuPont has been dumping chemicals in the water. And it's gotten a lot of people sick. We have a high autoimmune disorder. We have high cancer. People are dying. So I had my water tested. And I've got it right here. You would not believe the toxic chemicals. These are 10 Toxic chemicals are in my pipes, in my water. We're talking Gen X, which is in the family of C8, PFOA, PFOS, PFP. I wouldn't give you the chemical name because it'd be, you'd be bored. Phenylhalopopithalaminamide, you don't need to hear, but it, there's something called Mafion, which is a cancerous carcinogen. None of this should be in the water, but it's in my water and it may be in your water. So what you want to do is you say, oh, I got a good filter. I have an alkalinizing system. Doesn't matter. This stuff goes right through those folks. What you want to do is in your home, you want to get a reverse osmosis system. It's the only thing that will get these chemicals out. And people say, oh, but that gets rid of the minerals, and we need minerals. Folks, get your minerals from food. Avoid these cancerous chemicals. Who cares? Yes, does my, I'm avoiding the minerals, too. I don't care. Let it filter out the minerals, but filter out these chemicals that are killing people. And I'm telling you, this stuff comes from the plastic lining. It comes from the, uh, the way they're making the water. It's also from the, you know, the pipes from your sink that come through there. And there's all these chemicals in there, and they're carcinogens. And people are dying from this. I know people that, are, that have family members that have died because of my water. And my wow. Time. Well, I have seen some things on TV about, the, about your area in North Carolina. You're, you're in North Carolina, right? Yeah. And, um, and how serious that is with the water there. So yeah. hopefully it's they'll... Everywhere. You get a check. It's everywhere. There's phthalates. We talked about phthalates. They're also in water. The BPA is in water because of the plastic pipes. So you're drinking this stuff that we're talking about earlier and much more that's in there. So, you know, the big thing is you walk into your house and you say, oh, I love my house. Beautiful. But, you know, your house could be killing you. You could be dealing with these chemicals. You can be dealing with mold, which is another topic. And, you know, things that you don't see, these hidden little things in your home that, you know, you go to for safety and you go to for, you know, to be spend time with your family and your family may be cutting their life short by living in that house unless you play detective. You can still live in a healthy environment, just play detective. And that's the key. Don't be so trusting. Now, you, you had some experience yourself, in fact, right, with uh, buying some real estate that had mold in it and you didn't realize that when you purchased it that yeah well I, I realized there was some mold on the wall and it says eh, i'll just buy it and i'll sheetrock it and fix it and i didn't realize that you know the old saying if you see one roach there's probably hundreds hiding somewhere deep in the house <laughs> mold, that same thing could happen mold is a sign and so i went and bought the home i went and just got that fixed i slept in the house while i did some repair work and i was getting 
just the, the worst sinus, the worst coughing. My eyes were puffy. I was having a hard time. I was like, something's up. I don't get sick. This is just not like me. So I decided to do a test and they went in and they stuck the little camera down in the, um, in the vents and they did the testing and found that it was just loaded with this toxic mold. So long story short, it was very costly. It ended up costing me $18,000 because I didn't do that little test before I bought that house. So realize when the home inspector comes in there, he's looking for structural problems. He's not looking necessarily for things that's going to harm your family because that's not his forte. He's making sure the structure's good and the bank can resell it if you foreclose on it. That's what they're looking for. And if there's mold, they'll write about it, but use that as a guide and say, you know, I'm going to pay the extra few hundred bucks. I'm going to call somebody. I want it tested. You don't want to be breathing this stuff. And like I said, and I'm costing me 18 grand. It was a very costly mistake. And now you know, you know, it's these hidden little chemicals and mold can cause cancer. It can cause all types of stuff. Yeah, mold is a funny thing as far as not not really funny, but it's, it's one of those um, interesting things to where when you know, a home inspector, if they, if some, a lot of times, to be honest with you, it's just, at least in this area of Maryland, that it's just a little bit of mildew and any home inspector worth their salt will tell you that all crawl spaces have certain amount of mold and mildew and all homes have a certain amount of mold spores and so forth within it and bathrooms and, and just in the air in general. And there's a healthy level and a non-healthy level. Uh, but and mold is one of those words where gosh, you know, some people start freaking out if you say the word mold even But I know that there are legitimate cases like you're describing where it truly is a problem and it truly can make people sick Yeah, and again, you know, you're gonna find mold because your bathtub leaked and you know, maybe on that that's a little bit different But you know in my case it was on the water So it was a beachfront property which is real prone to moisture So if you're in an area that's on the water and you've got some some mold there It doesn't hurt just to get it checked just to play it safe because it hides it's invisible the inspector can't see it You can't see it. I didn't see it. I just saw it on the wall and said oh, that's all it was No, it was in my entire ventilation system. The whole thing had to be redone had to be cleaned out So it was a big deal and um, like I said had I not been smart enough to do that who knows people would be living there are renting from there and getting sick and who knows they might end up with cancer wow that that is definitely scary and i mean really this whole topic is scary when you think about how all the different ways that you can you, that you really need to look out for things even uh i mean even water bottles right if you have a uh, plastic um like uh, what do you call it you know water bottles just like that are out in the sun or in the heat don't those leach oh, yeah. chemicals they leave the chemicals in there. Yeah, and that's the worst thing is to leave that in your hot car and then drink that water. And like I said, it, you know, in food center, I go through all the different obesogens, how to recognize. It's not just a problem. It's a solution. You know, there's never anything that says, oh, you know, here's doom and gloom. It's like, no, just read labels. Just know what to look for. And there's obesogens in food. If you just look at the label, oh, I don't want to get that one. You know, and hormones and antibiotics. There's, you know, we just want to eat pure. We want to actually store our food pure like we used to. We didn't have all these chemicals back and that's why I said your great-grandma you know she, she wasn't overweight and the cancer rate was so just non-existent back in the early 1900s and now 50% have cancer you know that's pretty scary one out of two people are said to have cancer that's a high statistic you know in their lifetime that's one out of two that's you or me you know and that's scary yeah so it's something's going on something's causing it and it's not from the food it's these chemicals that are around the food and you're subjected to that you're stepping on and you know even your water who would have known they oh i got this great water filter and you're drinking tap water could be causing this cancer you know i mean this stuff is this stuff is ridiculous this this should not be 
in drinking water. This is a travesty. And what's sad is people trust the city that they're keeping our water supply pure and they stick their face in the sink and drink it or they brush their teeth with it and they bathe in it. This is disgusting. This, this, is, this is not just my town. This is in towns all over the country. And that's why you need to say, ah, it's a few hundred bucks for water filter. This is tens, twenty, thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars of, of medical bills. <laughs> if you can click from this, what's, yeah. cheaper? what's cheaper? A couple hundred bucks for a nice filter? Go for it. So did you get a reverse osmosis system? Yeah, got a reverse osmosis system, but I very rarely drink from it. I just use that to cook. I still do not drink from the water. I get water that's that's bottled water that that I bring in that's pure that's uh, that I know is not from this town. So I still still I do not drink the water. Wow. Well, this is just so much great information. In fact, um, I wanted to also ask you: Do you take uh, vitamins? Do you or do you believe in vitamins? Yeah, I, I believe that that you know in my book I talk about some of the toxicity of vitamins because they're made from chemicals and people don't realize the majority of the big vitamin companies out there are owned by pharmaceutical companies. You know, if you look at people like Bayer, they own the One A Day and Flintstone Trubles. Uh, Bristol Myers Squibb owns um, Theragram M. Pfizer owns Centrum. And just like the chemicals they use to create these drugs are also, and I share in the book, chemicals used to make vitamins. And we think vitamins are natural and, oh, it's a dietary supplement. There's absolutely nothing natural, nothing natural in these vitamins I just named. They're all dead. They're all chemicals. If you let them sit out for a week or two or three or a month or two, it doesn't change color. Slice an apple, let it sit out, and it's going to die in a few few hours. Mm -hmm. So I actually uh, I'm a formulator of uh, Choose for Health, which I've never talked about because in my book, I kept my product away because I always say, don't trust anyone who has ulterior motives. So in my book, I actually recommend competitors of whole food natural products, which are good, which is what I formulated. My products are chewable. It's Choose for Health. It has all the vitamins, minerals in a natural form. But if you let it sit out and you come back in a few hours, it starts to turn brown because it's dying. And for something to die, it has to be what? alive. That's what you want. Living foods. So there's a company called Mega Food, which is another one that's good. I take the vitamin D and that's all whole foods. That's what you want. So yes, I'm an advocate of vitamins, but not these synthetic junk. My view is this. We weren't born in a lab. We shouldn't have our vitamins be from a lab. We weren't created in a lab. Why should our vitamins be created there? Well, that makes total sense. I mean, it's just kind of mind blowing all all the information that you that you really share. I, I really can't wait, and I'm being totally serious. I'm definitely going to download your book today, um, and I think this information is really kind of exciting. Just to know, it's really it sounds like uh, what you're saying is we really have to get informed about what's in our homes, what's in our food. Get we we can't just uh, trust anymore. We really have to get educated. Um, yeah. So how can people uh, find you? Because I really want people to be able to check out not just your book, but also just, you know, everything you're doing. Yeah, you can, uh, for the book, you can go to foodsanity.com. And the book was so thick, it's, uh, I didn't have room for recipes. So actually, if you go to foodsanity.com, you can download for free my 92-page ebook with 30 recipes on healthy eating. And I talk a little bit about these chemicals and obesogens. And then um, you can learn more about me and my radio show at drdavidfriedman.com. And you can just put the drdavidfriedman.com or go directly to my radio website, to your good health radio. Dot com and uh, just interviewed the uh, the zone the one the zones the guy we were just talking about with the the blue zones. So oh, he's cool. 
Yeah, so we just talked about him. He's up there today. So it's really uh, it's fun to interview and pick people's brains and kind of learn from them. And of course, a lot of them are confusing, which is why I wrote Food Sanity, because a lot of what I hear is like, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Fish? Fish are bad for you? And that's kind of where I wrote the book from, is my frustration at a lot of these uh, guests that were just confusing my audience and myself so I created the food sanity to break through the culinary conundrum break through the fads the facts the fiction and answer the question what are we supposed to eat well it's so much great information Dave I am just really thrilled to have you on and I hope a lot of people get some great information from you I certainly have so uh, I want to thank you again for for coming on great being here yeah well, that's, uh, this wraps up this episode of the Pitbull Patty Show, where we are keeping it real in real estate. So until next time.